From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Long before David Diggs became a national name performing as Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton, he was a classmate of Raphael Casals at Berkeley High School. They formed the music collective The Get Back, made rap videos together, including one filmed on the Tilden Park Miniature Railroad, and dreamed about making a movie about Oakland. That dream's about to become a reality with the July 20th release of Blind Spotting, written by and starring Diggs and Casal. They play a pair of friends struggling to live and thrive in a home that's rapidly changing. Colin and Miles stay true to the town, and so do Diggs and Casal. Here they describe what it was like driving down to Los Angeles in the early days, trying to impress blind spotting producers Jess and Keith Calder. Yeah, no, we, we spent a lot of those early years like sort of trying to convince Jess and Keith that we knew how to write a script. You know, it was, we thought we were like tricking them, you know? Yeah. We were always trying to be really impressive, like show up with with really like worked on drafts and stuff, and then we'd show up and hang out in their offices for a couple of days, usually like either sleeping there without telling them or sleeping in the car. Like, like outside. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like parked around the so block. Like, you guys so have friends in the same way. We're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> sleep in the car. Um, but yeah, trying to be like really impressive because these were like the big Hollywood producers that we we knew, you know, this was like, our, if we were ever gonna get a chance to make this a This was our big moment. This was it. Diggs and Casal dropped by the Chronicle on a Thursday morning, still on a high after the movie's premiere at the Grand Lake Theater in Oakland. Most of the big event podcasts are going to be rated PG, but there are a few scattered profanities here. Not a lot of them. I'd compare it to the frequency that you'll hear in a Hamilton soundtrack. Also, stick around until the end when we talk at length about the Quickway hamburger stand in Oakland. It's actually a plot point in Blind Spotting, and it gets a tribute here. R.I.P. Quickway. I'm Peter Hartlob, and this is The Big Event. I was there last night. I'm sorry, Grand Lake. I want to start there. Um, What's it like seeing your name on the marquee at the Grand Lake, being from Oakland? Oh, man. I mean, we grew up seeing movies at that theater, man. You know, the everything you're either seeing some massive blockbuster's name up there, or some beautiful indie that deserves to be there, or some hardcore left political message, right? <laughs> like you gotta do, you gotta earn it yeah. to get on that marquee. You either gotta really, really piss off the owners <laughs> to get that, you know, or 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 you need to you need to have made a film worthy of being at the Grand Lake. Like the Grand Lake doesn't have to do anything. Man, I mean, it's uh, I don't know that I ever thought about that kind of thing when I was growing up. I don't think I ever thought about making a movie until we were making a movie, but yeah. um, but of all the marquees, my name's been on some marquees in my life. Of all the ones for it to be on, like that's the one. That's the, that is, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever top that. For me, there's probably not a more important theater that I could have my name on. That was the thing that, that flipped me out when we got to the red carpet was like, oh, yeah. this isn't like some thrown together thing. This feels like a legit red carpet in Oakland. And that feels like it, it seems uh, oddly on one hand out of place. And on the other hand, 
long overdue, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think it was just exciting for that reason. Like, yeah, you know what? This should be happening here. There should be movies getting made here by people from here that have their premieres here. And that's commonplace. I would love that. That means more stories are getting told. Yeah, it's funny, right? Like in LA, if you if you live there, if you've ever lived there, like yeah. you did four year tour in LA. I never yeah. unpacked my boxes though. That's, I still yeah, haven't yeah. unpacked all my boxes. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always like, are we? Is this what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, like premieres for for most people who live there are like hassles, right? They're yeah. ops. They're obstacles. They black. They slow down traffic, and you can't get through Hollywood when you need to get through Hollywood, and like, but it, but. But they are sort of destinations for for tourists to come and 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 like it feels I, I remember I have this like sort of vivid memory of one of the times when I was much younger when I tried to move to LA once and I was just hanging out in like a Barnes and Noble and I walked out of the wrong door and was standing on a red carpet and Cedric the Entertainer was walking by and I was like what's <laughs> happening here I didn't know that you could do that, I thought it was like such a, you know, it was it, it was like this weird look behind the curtain. And so like, to have one here, though, that felt, I mean, it was beautiful. Like the whole setup was beautiful. Was the images gorgeous. on the walls were incredible. Like Lionsgate really did, did an amazing thing. And uh, there's something, it was more special to me. You know, it was like, this is a way bigger deal than the ones I get that are, that I'm annoyed by because they're, they're slowing down the traffic. Yeah, you guys didn't seem annoyed at all. And I've been on, you know, I've done the red carpets in L.A. and here. Well, blind spotting, I mean, this goes back to your friendship. And you guys met in Berkeley High. Yeah, Berkeley High School. And you've been discussing doing a movie together. It's been in some form of preparation for how long? Are we Are we talking close uh, I to mean, a decade? In, in, yeah, in, in any discussion form, it's like more than a decade. Yeah, it's yeah. like 12 years or something. This movie. Was it yeah. the movie that I saw was very much about Oakland, yeah. uh, about gentrification? I, I have to think even when you started discussing it, things have changed since then. How much is this movie what you guys were initially discussing and kind of how did it evolve? It, I mean, it's it's alarmingly similar in some ways, right? There's we, we say all the time that there are certain things in this film that we wish felt like a period piece, you know? It was like a, a, some comment on 2009 or whatever, but things haven't changed that much. Um, but certainly, you know, there was a lot of updating that happened over the over the course of years. Every time we'd revisit the the script, and, and I, I should set it up. Uh, uh, David, you two play very close friends. Uh, yeah, well, it's the the story of of Colin and Miles, two <laughs> lifelong friends, l- growing up in Oakland, and they are they work as movers in a town that's that's rapidly gentrifying. Uh, and one night on his way home, Colin, my character, witnesses a police shooting of an unarmed black man. Colin is also on the last three days of his probation um, for a crime. And so then the story is really the the next few days of their friendship and how it, it is tested and, and challenged, um, both in response to, to that event and also in response to just a changing community and a changing landscape in Oakland. Yeah. When did it become real for you? Because neither of you were super famous when you were initially pitching this. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we thought it was going to happen until we were shooting. <laughs> I'm still unsure. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and even then, so, you were going so there down was never, there was, there was never, yeah. there was never a pitch, right? The 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 film came about. The the film really came to us, man. Um, I I was in the midst of doing deaf poetry on HBO with Russell Simmons and. Um, 
uh, you know, that show was sort of the height of the poetry movement at the time, which was which was my my shtick. Um, and uh, what what those folks weren't doing is there's a lot of now I guess about my age, but at the time were you know a, a decade older than me poets doing these you know these amazing performances online but YouTube was taking off and I was 17 I was the youngest person on that show by like seven years or something and there were no other teenagers but YouTube was blowing up and I was taking my appearances and putting them on YouTube and then putting other poetry videos it was a very novel idea mm-hmm. however many freaking years ago that was which mm-hmm. which now is that's what you do right yeah um but so they were taking off they were getting you know, at the time, a million views was a big, that was a lot for YouTube. 2005, 2006. Like 2004, 2005, yeah. Um, And so Jess Calder, one of our producers, who's only a few years older than us, they had just finished a film called The Wackness. And they um, just found, I'm sure they were looking for new people to work with and and, and new talent to, to, to develop. And she found my poetry videos and was really excited about the way in which language was being used to tell stories. And so she slid in my DMs, which people don't even know you can do that on YouTube, but you can. Um, and she said, I, I think I think there'd be a, you know, I think there, there might be a, mo- a movie in you that has heightened language uh, as its spine. And uh, and a, a few years later, as we, we sort of were sort of talking back and forth about it for a while, I, I introduced them to David and they fell in love with him in the same way that they did with me. And proposed this idea that the four of us make a movie together, one for me and Debbie to write and star in, um, which we were, uh, he was always going to write on it anyway. I was just like trying to figure out a way to break that news to them yeah. that I had somebody I wanted to do it with. Um, and so we, we knew it was going to have verse. We knew we wanted it to be about the Bay Area. We knew we wanted to be in it and write it. And then around the time that they met him, Oscar Grant was killed. And that was the thing that took over Oakland and the conversation around the city and the tensions that were were brewing there and the 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 the, the pulls of uh, the the relationship between police violence and gentrification and, and how they sort of feed into each other. Um, so that was the that was the prompt, right? But it really came from our, our producers, Justin Keith Calder. And then we sort of started this ten year journey of draft after draft after draft of, of refining this this Oakland story that we wanted to tell. And your Oakland guys Probably, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't have a lot of money. You're driving down to L.A. How's this working? Driving in Diggs's bucket mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Diggs's Diggs's stick shift Honda that I couldn't drive because I, I, I couldn't I drive, drive stick. stick so I, I always <laughs> had to drive the whole way, which wasn't wasn't healthy for anybody. But uh, <laughs> I think eventually we took my Saturn a yeah, few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what did you have? The coupe or the? I had the yeah, I had a two door Saturn coupe. Oh, right on. Yeah, that, was, that was my first car. Sorry. Yeah, man. No, 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 no. That's an important detail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so our shit cars. <laughs> yeah. No, we we spent a lot of those early years like sort of trying to convince Jess and Keith that we knew how to write a script. You know, it was, we thought we were like tricking them. You know. Yeah. We were always trying to be really impressive, like show up with with really like worked on drafts and stuff. And then we'd show up and hang out in their offices for a couple of days, usually like either sleeping there without telling them or sleeping in the car. Like, like uh, outside. Yeah, like <laughs> parked around the so block. like, you guys so have friends to say, we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just sleep in the car. Um, but yeah, trying to be like really impressive because these were like the big Hollywood producers that we we knew. You know, this was like our, if we were ever going to get a chance to make this a movie, was our big moment. This was it. Um, and uh, but really over that time, they were also 
you know, Justin Keith do something that it turns out is very rare. Well, I don't know that we knew that at the time, but they are really about artist development. And so they're teaching us how to write screenplays, really. We didn't know how to do that. And uh, they they were interested in the things that weren't. They were like, we know how to write screenplays. We're yeah. interested in the, the things that you bring to the table that our other writers don't. So that was great. That was, stuff was always encouraged. But then they'd give us screenplays to read. Oh, when you have action in a thing, try to make it look a little bit like this because that's what people know how to see, you know? So yeah, I remember being on that drive up, like reading reading scripts that they either loved or were thinking about making um, or had passed on. And we'd sort of read them and they'd be like, why, you know, why, why, why do you think this isn't worth making or what do you think makes this script really good? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, you know, it was like a, an unofficial master's program over ten years with people who greenlight and produce films. And and by the time we made this, Justin Keith are on their thirteenth film. Yeah. They're on like their third or fourth studio film. You know, they're they're the kind of badass producers that that I think we want to be. We want to be and want to be working with. Mm-hmm. And we got to watch them grow into themselves as well. So by the time we got to make this film, we really felt like 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 peers in our respective mediums and, and could fill in the places where the others, you know, ha- had less experience. And, and it, it really went from this kind of o- older homies mentoring us to this, to this sort of peer collaborative friendship that just, it's, it's so beautiful, man. It, it was shot last year, right? In June, and that yeah. was a quick, quick development. 22, 22 days. days. Why? <laughs> That was all Diggs had. had. I I had 22 free days that whole year. Yeah. And we shot them. We shot in those 22 days. 22 days before Sundance was the goal. Yeah. So we were like, well, you know, we can't shoot it in the fall. We don't have enough time for post. So in the window that we had to do it before we would need the months to edit, Diggs had this had this very specific window, which his people were trying to fill. (laughs) You know, it's sort of you sort of got in there and found out that the window was there. And I we were running around pitching other stuff and it sort of came about um unexpectedly in February that we all sort of rallied back around this script, but it needed a page one rewrite and and Diggs couldn't be around for that rewrite because he was running around and um and his team also, and, and and as they should, you know, Diggs was coming off of Hamilton and doing all this TV stuff. Like people were trying to get him these these big leading roles in movies, and his team was like, "Look, I'm sure you and Rafa are great yeah. writers, and we're su- they've been looking at our ideas. And we're, we're super excited to get one of these made. It's going to be your first leading role out the gate. This has to be." good and you won't show us the script I'm, we're sitting there like do not let them read it right. we need to do a page we one rewrite right. and I was I was you know and I I had this policy of that because I I I'm very fortunate to have the team I have I, I sort of uh, I, I lucked into that uh, while I was in Hamilton and I, I trust them a lot and I was so new to the game so I you know I don't if they tell me not to do something I take that very seriously like I don't do it yeah and so I was, the whole thing was like, look, they, the team is going to have to sign off on this script. We have to get it to a place where they will sign off on it basically in two weeks. You know, like there was no, there was no time and I couldn't be there. And I was like, um, Raphael said, well, what if I'm, I'll move to L.A. right now. 
and I'll like hit you up every night and and talk about the changes and we'll like just just do it that way and that was that was how we did it. And really that's 90%. That's always been 90% of our process anyway. Like we 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 huddle around a laptop and we'll write line by line, but that's not where we're precious. Mm-hmm. We're 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 big picture concept motivation people. So the, us talking on the phone was the same as us being huddled around a laptop. And uh, and we you know cranked the script out. I think I think I withheld pages from Diggs for the first two weeks, because one of us needed to have a bird's eye view. We're doing this. Yeah. We're shooting this out of a cannon, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and then I think two weeks in, he actually read. We did a or maybe two and a half weeks in, we did a, a table read. Diggs was in town. We did a table read with Jasmine Cephas Jones, who we hadn't even yeah. occurred to us that she should be. Ashley, which is uh, offensive now, <laughs> um, but she came and read all the female parts. Anthony Ramos came and read all uh, a lot of the of the other uh, male voices, and um, and we read it. And I think that was the first time both of us heard it out loud and went, "Oh shit!" That we actually have a script. This is, I mean, it needs a lot of work still, but there was two more weeks. But I think it was the first time we were like, "I think our reps are going to be, I think they're yeah. going to be into this." That just sounds incredibly stressful. I mean, I don't hear movies getting made that way, and I interview movie makers. Well, the, the lucky thing is that we have we have heavily involved producers, yeah. and Carlos, who came on without reading the damn Your script, director. Yeah. our director, yeah. Yeah. moved to LA with me. We would talk about well, what's the execution going to be like, and there was this, gr- and then we'd go upstairs and we'd sit with Jess and Keith, and we would talk through the writing. And, and Jess is a speed reader, so she would read it in two seconds. <laughs> so Keith crazy, would need like, Keith would need five minutes, super, which yeah. is a normal amount of time to read pages. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we had all of our post its on the wall, and it was just, it's the way in which I hope to always make art. It's the way that we do music in the studio. It's the way that we work in theater. It was, it was, a, it was a very just, practical writing yeah. process. We'd, <laughs> we'd done five, six drafts over the last eight years prior. We'd almost shot it three times, so we had finished drafts right. before. Yeah. And so we really got to look back at those scenes and this with this hindsight bias on everything and go, what's really lasted over time and what what feels like it can go. I went back and looked at some of your get back videos. Um, <laughs> Shooting on a BART platform on a BART train. Yeah, I haven't yeah. found the Tilden Park Railroad one that you oh, told me I about. Will. So yeah, please, man. like, tweet that out or something so the world can see. I will. <laughs> yeah, you I guys. haven't watched that in so long. It's yeah. so, that was so fun. That was a really fun one. How much of it, I mean, you filmed music videos in Oakland with a really guerrilla style. Um, obviously, making a movie like this is way different. You've got a crew. You've probably got permission. But I saw, <laughs> I saw some of the same kind of ballsiness to it like hey we're gonna shoot in front of the alley we're gonna how is it the same and how is it different than when you were kind of doing the run and gun stuff i think the spirit is the same and that's really uh, i mean gotta get the shot man you gotta get the shot we and and the and the crew was was ready for that you know and carlos was ready for that and and robbie our dp was ready for that like everybody everybody comes from that same world really so Indie filmmakers, man. There's nothing yeah, like them. They're fucking hardcore. Just, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it, making a movie is really about dealing with the shit that goes wrong, right? Like, like that's that's where the real that's where the real good stuff comes in is when you lost your location the day of and you have to either rearrange a shooting day that you didn't expect to do or you have to find a location in 10 minutes or you need to just turn a camera on and do something, you know, like that's uh, where a lot of that kind of magic happens. And, or, and the split second decisions, you know, there's a, there's a beautiful scene of, of Miles and Colin sort of emptying out a house that Carlos just insisted on leaving the camera on too long. 
Yeah. And uh, it's one of my favorite things in the film, you know, but he just, he was watching it in real time and was like, this scene is over, but he just thought it was too beautiful. Yeah. And so he just left it on. And, you know, that's, that's where the, you know, this, this, the real work happens in the moment. You plan and plan and plan so that you're ready to improvise in the moment. How was Oakland? How uh, welcoming and. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 It was exactly what we've always thought it was going to be. Right. With the, the, we know our peers and our community real well. I mean, we made it with them in mind, you know, it's like, it's, it's making a meal for the person that, that, that you love with all their favorite ingredients. You know, like we, we, we really, we would, we would write a scene and be like, Oh, you know, we should do it that everyone will get a real kick out of, you know, X, Y, Z, or, you know, we need to make sure, you know, this person needs to say this because everyone, we sort of, it's so inside, it's so inside baseball mm-hmm. for, for everyone in the town. And, and what's amazing is that we've played at other places and that doesn't seem to bother anyone. It's yeah. inside no, baseball. No, thing. You did it in a subtle way. And I mean, as an Oaklander, I, for 15 years, I live in Alameda now, so I should cop to that. But, uh, <laughs> That's but uh, I think I think you're fine. <laughs> but I lived in Oakland for 15 years, and I, I bought a the team album from someone's trunk when I moved into my yes. Maxwell Park home Hell, from the Walgreens. Yes, bro. and you have so Clyde Carson's on night. the. Yeah. On I was the there too. Yeah, you've got mechanics on the soundtrack. I yeah. felt like so much when a movie is made that someone's project and it's their heart that you see the compromise in it. I didn't see any. I mean, I, it seems like somehow you guys got a movie made that was 100%. It's our producers. Our producers man. really yeah, they let like... us do every absurd thing we asked. You know, usually you got some producer barking at you about commercial appeal. And, and it's not that we weren't. I think we were all, to a certain degree, concerned with it feeling accessible. Yeah. But I, I think it, accessibility doesn't mean a lack of specificity. Yeah. It just means it has to have universal themes, not necessarily universal touch points. Um, and so we, we, we went for it. And, they, and Carlos just respected it so much, mm-hmm. man. He, he also had that same high off of it. He got, to, he got to Oakland and was just like, oh, my God, what a trippy place. Help me get all of it on camera mm-hmm. you yeah. know and so we would we'd get to a place and carlos would be like this is it tell me what do you know what it, what it needs to change what needs to move does it feel right and we are our, our art our art department just i mean dressing those how we'd walk into the houses and be like who decorated this this <laughs> yeah, feels just, like walking yeah. into colin's mom's house like we we didn't have anything to do with that decoration right. and that was There's not like pictures not, of our families on the wall like for real <laughs> you know, and these like, old these old oakland like, specific posters and yeah. album art and like and paintings and we walked and we were like who who found this stuff yeah. um and it was our art department were like old school bay area heads who knew the history yeah so well that they they dug up these pieces and put them everywhere, and I just like I just don't know what we would have done without them. And the music, you know, the post was so fun because of because of the the getting to choose the music, and we, and you know, <laughs> John McHugh, our music supervisor, like we, poor John, nobody <laughs> had asked for these songs for a movie before. There wasn't like an easy. John has worked with a lot of these yeah. people. Actually, is pretty entrenched in, in the Bay Area music scene, but like. These were not easy contracts to make happen, and we would be, you know, so insistent on certain things, and he would just run out and get it, you know. But that and that 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 kind of that kind of sonic specificity is one of the things I'm the most proud of about the film. There's a 
This is Jay Stalin so song bad. playing when we're in Miles's house in West Oakland. You know what I mean? That, that kind of that kind of stuff. Like down to the block specificity of where nice. these artists are from. And they felt it last night. That was super gratifying. Yeah, that felt like a, a living room and you know living oh my room. God, party. it was yeah. Chippa's Dilo. They, they uh, applauded your credit sequence at the Grand Lakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, so cool, man. I gotta. I, I've gone over time, but here we're in the archive. Yes. We're in the physical yeah. basement archive of the so Chronicle. Cool. Uh, and I'm worried that I've locked out all of uh, my editors and your people, yeah, and yeah. I'm going over time. That's so fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go one more question, but yeah. I want to say first, July twentieth, it's opening it's wide. It's select cities, yeah. Then, so it's select cities. It's the twenty seventh is wide. Goes wide. Okay. And are you guys uh, working on anything together already? S- thinking about it? I'm so sick of this, dude. So we're not doing things. anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we've got we've, we're, we're 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 packed out, man. We, we've we've been stacking ideas for for the entirety of our friendship yeah and so now at, people actually want to want to make so stuff like, <laughs> you know so <laughs> yeah. we yeah we're we're, on we're running around just we were talking about it with some people last night but what, yeah we've we, we're we've got a few things things cooking Diggs has a, a show on tnt he's about to start shooting called snow piercer um, um well awesome i wanted to get one more thing the quick way uh, thank you for putting the quick way in. That's the best Easter egg you could do for Oakland. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask, I mean, quick way is part of the plot. I don't want to get into it too yeah. much, but it comes up multiple times. There's a yeah. callback. Uh, <laughs> when you were writing this, the quick way was the quick way. Now it's gone. Well, but I no, think it had it had come back yeah, the second yeah. time when we with s- that bullshit new yeah, yeah. When menu. We, yeah. Or by the time we put that thread in, which I don't know when that happened. Because we used to have a, a lot of... A lot of taco truck business in like yeah. early versions yeah, yeah. of this. I think that originally was, was the taco truck because taco they truck, went to. Yeah. There's a, originally there's a there's a taco truck in, Richmond, in Richmond that is just the side of a building made to look like a taco like truck. A truck. Yeah. We just love the idea. Something that, like, so culturally interesting about that. that something like, sort of you offensive. You only want tacos out of a truck, but this is actual actually a brick and mortar building. <laughs> we just like turned it into a truck. I, I loved it because I I introduced my son to the quick way. Um, not knowing it had changed, so I went to go get him. Like I remember a du- us talking about this. A yeah, double yeah, stack, yeah. and then I show up, and it's like the fufu burger that comes yeah. up and whole wheat bun. Like what? Are you yeah, so it's a great part of the movie. I'll let people be surprised, <laughs> but I did bring you guys. <laughs> what is this? Uh, there you go. <laughs> what have you? This is from two thousand and four. Oh, oh that's so tight. Uh, <laughs> what? That's so important for you guys who are listening. These are these are old school exclusive quick wave photographs. Yeah, the front I of made that. sure it's age wow. appropriate. It's 2004. Wow. So we wrote a story in the Chronicle about how they were going to put a McDonald's in there, but that's that's wow. OG quick wave. That is not the vegan patty wow. quick wave. So that's amazing. Thank you so much. For this. I thought we'd end with that. A little bit of Oakland, oh, but thank you guys thank so you, much man. for coming on. Good luck with the film and. I I hope you make another one and then come back here. Damn right. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to my guests, David Diggs and Rafael Casal. Executive producer is Fernando Diaz, and our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album, Community. Read our columns and subscribe to The Chronicle at www.sfchronicle.com. San Francisco Chronicle podcasts are on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services. Listen at www.sfchronicle.com slash podcasts.
with an S. We're in the actual Chronicle archive. I actually pulled the old Lake Merritt photos. Oh, whoa. So if I'm oh, boring you, you can just subtly just go through that. Wow. You know, I used to work at Lake Merritt. Oh, yeah? I worked at the boathouse. Can we just start there? Yeah, yeah, we can for sure start there. I was at your event last night. That was crazy. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk of about course. the movie, but I want to talk about your boathouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not my boathouse. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> we had a totally different Oakland experience. It was my boathouse. Yeah. No, I was cleaning the shit off the docks at the boathouse. It was my first job, man. My uh-huh. first job was um, was uh, as, a, <laughs> as a, an assistant counselor for Lake Merritt's summer camps. But being an assistant counselor really just means taking the hose out to the docks and getting getting the goose poop oh, off for yeah. the kids you know nice. for the kids to come and sail and and then eventually taught i taught sailing there so <laughs> i was like seven until i was like 17 was very nautical very nautical and very nautical person man yeah. <laughs> um david your first job Ooh. uh my first job i think would have been uh like just desserts or something i was uh I used to write on cakes, you know. I was decorating cakes for just desserts. That's creative. That's a. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's Maybe pretty paint by numbers. <laughs> but uh, it was it was a job. It was either that or Pier One Imports. Uh, neither of those jobs were good, but just desserts were. I like the idea that it was just desserts. I think that's. Well, yeah. It's sweet. Well. <laughs> Oakland. It's too early for what place punnery did. <laughs>